Ooh. You all right? I'm great. You back from Mexico? Back from Mexico. Mexico. Did you get some ass in Mexico? Nah, I wish. Terrible. I know. Nothing worse than, never mind. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be bent over on the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has officially went off the rails. Um, I don't even know the last time I've been out the house. Besides today. <sighs> what did you do? If you didn't get late, what's the point of going to Mexico if you don't get late? What? To be drunk all day. I was in the sun and the pool. Mm, how was the weather? Beautiful. You it see any great. dudes? Not that I care. No. Great. You see any girls? Any chicks down there? Mm-mm. No. Every time I went to Cancun, I ain't seen any. I ain't seen a baddies not down there. Shout out to our Mexican listeners. I appreciate all y'all. Um, but yeah, but you know what? I got screwed up every time. The first time I went, I was a third wheel. Um, my boy, shout out to never mind. Mm-hmm. All parties are married now, so let's leave that out. Mm-hmm. Um, went with my boy. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me tell you about a fail. Me and my boy, we going to Mexico, so we had this grand idea. Two girls that we mad cool with, we're going to invite, mm-hmm. and we like, yo, this would be a dope trip. Like we're going with two girls, whatever, whatever. Mind you, I'm working for the Ritz at this time. Mm-hmm. So my hotel discount is stupid. So to put it in Cancun, to stay at the Cancun Ritz Carlton, I think it was fifty dollars a night. It was either fifty or seventy five. So it's super cheap. Either way. Either way. Fine. <laughs> right. It's cheaper than the flight right. at that time. So I'm like, cool bet. My chick flakes. Shout out to her. She was bad too. Flaked. Totally flaked. F you. We no longer are friends. But it's okay. She flaked. She flaked early too in the game. And then she tried to hit me with the like, yo, if you want to just pay for me to get down there. Cause I had a rule. I was like, you get there, you good. That's where the rule starts and ends. Okay. Like, if you get there, you good. Because the reason why I don't believe in I don't I don't make enough money. Definitely not doing it now. Well, with my wife, I guess I do do that this. But my well, thing is you need to be able to get to where you're going just in case we fall out. You can don't have to depend on me to get back home. Right. That's how we get do it, right? So anyway, flake, but my homeboy, he tell his homegirl, thinking she gonna flake, she was like, Oh, I'm coming. What? Right. And she, she didn't like, bring a friend. No. But ah. so I was the third wheel. So, and it was funny. Shout out to Brandy. I will give that part out because I don't think Brandy married yet. Brandy mm-hmm. is the homie though. And Brandy was like, yo, I'm coming. She was like, and then she pretty much was like, yo, y'all can stay together. And I have my own room at the Ritz. Period. And so me and my boy <laughs> got stuck in a room together. And so it was cool, man. It was super fun. Um, and she was a great wing wing woman or wingman, however you want to look at it. But she got sloshed the first night, toe up. No, I was good the whole week. Look. All day. Gone. I only Terrible. died one time. Only one to, time. <laughs> I went to sleep in the club one night. I've done it before. Just a little nap. A cat nap. That's all it was. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and then And then we had to transition from one pool to the next. That was hard. I was I was done, and I passed out at the pool. Did y'all do one of the clubs where it's like sixty dollars to get in this uh, free drinks the whole night, open bar, or did y'all went to a different no, type of club? No, so well, them like the, the main break. clubs were on the resort. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So they have different ones, so we just bounced around to whichever one was open. Yeah. But one night, a group of us did go into the city. Yeah. Why not? Like fuck it. you in Cancun? Fuck it, exactly. But here's the thing: when we went in the city. 
actually i don't know this part the details on if we mm. um <laughs> if they actually paid for the bottle or if the bottle was gifted to us but it's stupid because hand claps for those people hand claps to them if they pay for it but here's the thing all the drinks are included on the resort. So Absolutely. why did we go off the resort and buy yeah. a bottle? That's the only thing. But, you know, I, that won't none of my business because I, I didn't yeah. pay for nothing. Look, um, I was mad because last, not mad, shout out, um, the last time I went to Cancun, shout out to Keenan Scott. Um, that brother is mad cool. He has a play on Broadway called uh, The Thoughts of a Colored Man. Um, the play, I haven't yet to see it. I'm trying to find a way to get to New York to see it. Um, but Candy is executive producing it. Uh, Mac Wiles is in it. Da Vinci is in it. Um, it's a bunch of big names in it. This dude had an opening. Mm -hmm. I'll circle back around. Mm -hmm. The dude had an opening and Anna Winter, Winter was there. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so you got big names. But last time I was in Cancun, I shot his wedding and it was mad cool just to be there. And I just remember his groomsmen, I think they were trying to set me up and get me drunk and get me smacked, mm -hmm. fucked up, basically. I was, I was about to say, what were they trying to get you to do? They were trying to get me to get drunk. Mm -hmm. like, and they were like, yo, bro, we going into the city tonight to the club. And the only thing I kept saying is, the drinks are free here. The drinks are free. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'm good, bro. They was like, come on, you got to come with us. Then, like, well, then you got to pay for the taxi. Yeah, you got to take so a taxi, <laughs> get up there. Go get smacked for like sixty dollars, and they tax on the way back. Yeah, they do because they know you <clears throat> fucked up, and then they like, oh, they're like, oh, American? they gotta get back. They you, gotta get back. You American? That Give me too. them dollars. Um, before we get started, man. What's up? This whole craze, niggas would probably want to know, like, who is this? They've seen you before, but we'll get to that later. We'll get, we'll to, get that. to that. Um, you've been seeing this whole red flag thing on on instagram facebook twitter twitter i love twitter i love twitter what did you do when uh instagram got shut down well and facebook oh i created content so i was like whoo thank god <laughs> thank god instagram was shut down that takes the pressure away from me from posting i can just create <laughs> today <laughs> i hate people <laughs> oh it's down so let me create for it for when it comes back up for okay real? so these red flags you are an esthetician Mm -hmm. What service do you not provide before we even get started so people know? Lash extensions, waxing. Why you on wax? Mm-mm. You do vasatials? Mm-mm. Why didn't you just say that? What if I needed a vasatial or whatever y'all say? Well, I guess I can't get one anyway. That's not the point. The point you is... You can. You can well, get I don't a, have a vagina. No, men get waxed down there and you can get a... Um, <clears throat> It wouldn't be vajayshaw. Maybe we could do brojayshaw. I don't know. <laughs> no. Um. All right. <laughs> I, ah. I can't stand you. What is a red flag in your business? Mm. Just one? Because I got a few. Let's go through these. I got to hear these shits. And I'm going to tell you which one I am. <laughs> Come on. Let's hear okay, it. Okay. Starting off, you know, skincare, aesthetics. If you don't wear your sunscreen every day. Okay. That is a red flag for me. What about just regular moisturizer? Or can you tell people moisturize their skin or they wear sun, uh, sunscreen? Or not no. really? No. Okay. Mm -mm. Um, I can tell if you're trying to correct your dark spots mm. and they're not lightening up. Mm. I know you're not doing something to protect your skin. But Damn. on a business level, asking me what my availability is when I have oh a booking site. Oh, my gosh. I pay monthly. That is the most annoying shit. It's so annoying. I don't care if we are friends. Use the booking site, please. 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 
The link in my bio is there for a reason. It's there. I pay monthly for y'all to use it and for it to work. And for me, like, it's actually inconvenient for me to say, you know what? I'm going to go and check for you. Even though I pay for this to be updated and I check for it to be updated regularly. But yeah. I love all my clients. I love all my friends. They know this, but... It's only it's only a couple people that can mm. get away with it. Okay. Only just a couple. Okay. But the other ones, I'm like, this morning I got a text. I'm like, damn, I'm trying to do my laundry. Girl, can you go on the site? Can you just go on the site? Because I have a life. I hate when, uh, what's your prices? Like, when are you available? But what's your prices pisses me off more. Like what? Because my thing is, is like, all right, I pay for a website mm-hmm. every month, yearly, whatever the case we want to call it, mm-hmm. right? I look at it as though I pay for that shit every day. You come to me and you're looking at it and you're like, what's your prices? First of all, it's listed. Then you ask me when I'm available. That's also listed. I even have it up. So I'm a little bit different from C where she has actual booking site and you can pick time slots, whatever, whatever to your Mm-hmm. availability mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. mine's is i have it listed when the last time it's updated so if you contact me and say hey um do you still have this day available cool because maybe i haven't updated it but i okay. check it very regularly but when you hit me up like the day i've just updated it and go hey are you available for this day i want to cuss you out right but it's like i can't even be like nah because it's like <laughs> the bills is due absolutely <laughs> all right what's what else you got um when you're upset when I have to enforce my policy. What part of your what part of the policy? You what know people the can, you know the cancellation policy. I hate you fuckers that cancel. The no call no show policy. Oh now that's I don't think they understand. Why is that inconvenience for you to no call no show? For me, one that somebody else that needs that time slot, mm. that could have been for them. Mm-hmm. Two I just have a life. You know what I mean? I could have rearranged my schedule for something else. And you know what? It happened to me right before Mexico. Oh, my God. Do I have time to tell the story? Please. I, I was so pissed. <laughs> so I've been waiting for months to get my appointment for um, TSA pre-check. Okay. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry to that. <laughs> Yo, hold on, 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 hold on. Oh, we got a problem here? Absolutely. I am not no basic bird motherfucker who don't know what pre-check is. First of all, I got the green check. Period. I, I got mine I two clear. years ago. Okay, so clear is better. So I have clear. But it's she not. tried me. Hold on, I opened my shots. All right, continue. I'm sorry. Hey, Jay, what you, shit, hey, shit, you shit, shit. On? I did not mean to click that. Damn. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm Let off the hit. stage. No. <laughs> Okay, so I finally have my appointment. Okay. For my TSA pre-chat. Cool. Which one did you go to? The one in Matthews? No, right up the street. Okay, cool. So it worked out because I was already at work. All I had to do was go down the street Mm -hmm. for my appointment. I get there. It was a lot going on this day, but the light for me to turn in did not change green. It stayed red for five to seven minutes. I swear I got that light. So I was late by five minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. For my appointment. So I get there. Man's like, I can get you in, but you're basically a walk-in because you weren't here right at your appointment time. Damn. It's a room full of people. Damn. So I said, okay, you can you guarantee me a time? Or what? He was like, ma'am, you're a walk-in. You see this room. <laughs> I can't help you. So I'm like, Damn. Okay, cool. Um, well, I don't know how this is going to work because I have two clients. 
So I'm just like, I got to take the L because I have clients. Those. Get out of here. Those clients do not show. They do a no call, no show. The only good thing, they're card work for me to pay. But I could have stayed and waited for my TSA pre-check. Damn. So now I have to wait until the end of November. You need to call the one in Matthews. I know it's far. Sorry, we about to do a Charlotte rant. Sorry. Um, I was uh when I got mine, I went up there and I had my time slot, but I was like, yo, I'm on this side of town. I'm not going back home. Right. And I just went there and I was like, yo, can I just slide in? She was like, oh, we have cancellation so much because it's far for people. Mm, and so mm. she just got me in. So maybe call them and hit them up and see. Um, all right, y'all. Let me tell y'all why people that so the red flag for me is you keep questioning my refund cancellation policy. That's a red flag for me. Cause people will actually like, so what does it mean? What happens if this happens when you already create, create scenarios for how the policy might work you already for plan you, on doing you it. already plan on some fuck shit. So it gets on my nerves. Excuse my language because I know we probably got some people listening to that point. Y'all might want to skip this episode. The point is this. Or yeah, because I'd be cussing too. So yeah, we're going to be cursing. So <laughs> when you hit me up with that, and like today, I had a cancellation. I told you this off mic. But like I had a lady, this was her third time rescheduling. And somebody is thinking like, Gavin taught too much shit to be working with somebody three times. So she hit me up one time and one of her vendors canceled, right? And then so I'll say, cool, we can do this date. And mm-hmm. then she just never confirmed it. So I count that as you canceled again because you gave me the date. I confirmed the time. You did not say yes or no. So I'm not showing up. Right. Mm-hmm. Then we, you hit me up, ask me for your money back. I say, no, I said, but I give you another day, a month out. You say, cool. Thank you. Thank you for working with me. Just for you to write me. It was 10 hours before your shoot to say, Hey, I can't make it. Cool. Your money has been spent. And I have all the evidence I need for PayPal when they try to get it back for you. And I'd be like, Nope. Do you ban clients? No, but most people don't fuck with me after that anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I know a lot of people in your, uh, business they do that mm-hmm. y'all ban clients and you know what i'm saying shout out to um shout out to my escort friends that ban clients don't ask me i have one like la- i got on twitter sorry this is a rant of monks friends i got on twitter yesterday and i got added to a list of exotic escort photographers what's because of boudoir yeah well i did what i did a, a photo oh shoot yeah we talked about this well i did one for another ch- maybe i'll tell you about this one um I did a shoot for a chick who was into bondage and um Ooh, no okay cool i did a shoot for a chick who was into bondage she's not into it she she serviced people doing that and she travels she makes good money for it mm-hmm. and um she she has been spreading my name and information to the community so i get hit up quite a bit saying hey i need i need for you to take pictures of me tied up in latex with surf on me and they pay well and it's always in cash well that's how they're getting paid absolutely and i don't want to know what happens to the cash before it gets to me but i will take it um for those who do not know i have a special guest in here today um hold on i gotta find me a song hold on hold on hold on and we're not doing a new song because i don't have time um yeah but get us something that's get us right we i'm mad you did that because now you put pressure on me because what if the song is trash it won't be you sure yeah i have faith in you no you just scared me hold on Hold on. I got to get hyper quick. I'm not playing that shit. Hold on. You're not even going to carry us over? Nope. 
I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Come on, you know what to do. I'm about to just play some drill music. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Carry us over. This is just my second episode. Y'all, I want to welcome everybody to the podcast. Um, I want to thank y'all. Y'all know what episode this is. It's a big day. I don't know how we got here. Niggas see me outside. Niggas see me. I need my gunshots ladder. Hold on. I should let my gunshots ring the fuck off. Um, I have a special guest here today. She, I think I called her a few days ago. I was like, you're, it's go time. Um, she is back. Shout out to the person that got me and Key Block. He ain't jumped off the stoop yet. We understand what's going on. I got to tell you about that too. Yeah, we got to talk. I'm not going to. I have a special guest. Um, my wife said that she needs another facial. I got her. I have to go through. I'm going through your booking site. I will book it. Um, I, this person. You wanted the few. That's okay. She gave me a facial one time. It was great. You know what I'm saying? I asked her to remove that service from um, her list because she treated me special. And I don't want everybody getting that service. But it was great. It's you know included. Everybody gets man, that part. Fuck all that. We don't want all that shit, man. They don't Everybody want all that shit. gets no. it. No. Um, shout out to C for returning. Hold on. <laughs> shout out to everybody that liked the gunshots. Um, I'm so glad that you're here because we always have a good time. We do. We um, talk about we, a lot. We do. I don't know what's going to happen today because first time... For real, y'all, I was really scared. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I was gosh. in here all like stiff and shit. Wow. Today, I feel a little bit better. Shout out to my If you came here for photography, we got a little bit of that, but this is more of a celebration. For those who not know, I love drill music. Um, I'm about that action. You know I'm on it. The train on me. Dragging my feet. I've been everywhere. I cannot stand C at all. I just want to hear one part. That's why I'm here. She is the 15th person I called to be here today. Wow. That I was actually the first. I actually was. You, was. <laughs> you know how it is. Um, we got an interesting show today. We are going to be talking about the process of getting to 100. Um, who texted me? Hold on. You know, I don't like to be texted. My wife was be getting some bad news today, so, you know. No. It's not about her. Well, it probably would be. Oh, she's staying right me back. Damn, somebody wrong. Hold on. Rover blowing back out. Bend the rover, pull the tracks out. She know that we'll make a tap out. I really live when I rap out. I remember the bitch in the trap house. Yeah, got me in the trap house. I went and did some time in the jail because I'd rather take the fast route. If you want to make bets, then I'm open up TD. She like, Poppy, all I got is city. I'm like, fuck it. Come give me head. I'm back at it, man. I'm gonna take Hey. That's the only part I wanted to hear. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for those who are listening who's like, oh my gosh, this is kind of raunchy for my kids. This is where we're going to not be so raunchy. Hold on. I'm glad you're doing the drop because last time you forgot. I always forget. Shout out to Keisha in here. I'll explain that later. Oh, that's me. We unscripted. I add my own hand clap. Shut up. Wait, so I can't pay you an exposure? That's your no. part. Nah, where? Oh my goodness, you know I be late. 
<laughs> you cannot pay us an exposure. Yo, I want to shout out everybody. This is the Paid and Exposure Photography Podcast. I am your host, Gavin, a.k.a. Coke, a.k.a. whatever the fuck you want to call me. Excuse my language if you're listening um, because you are super important to my life if you're listening right now. Um, I have a special guest. Shout out to C. She is here. She is an esthetician. She is over which brand? What's the name of your brand? Modern Aesthetics Lounge. You offer... I offer skincare, body contouring, post-op care. So if you know a friend, if it's you that need those services, your friend, your Unless girlfriend, Gavin, no. Um, I've been trying on. to get a BBL for like six months. No. Still can't get one. No. I'm growing. Okay. Continue to grow. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her. Um, Key is not here for episode. This is episode 100. Hold on. before. Let's go. Let me tell y'all something. Um, first of all, I want to shout out everybody. We're going to get to the thank yous. Um, unfortunately, Key is not here. She had to, I told y'all Key worked. She got two, three jobs. She's doing a lot, even though she's texting me right now. That's a whole nother subject. Um, but anyway, um, Key is not here. So C is here and I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful to have you here. Um, I'm happy to be here. 100th episode. Yeah, this Ooh, is a big deal. I am special. <laughs> okay, y'all. Um, anyway. So this is episode 100. Before we get started, I want to shout out the Hair Wraps and Lipsticks podcast because they have no idea what they did when I spoke to them first about restarting my podcast. And they told me, that, you know, they encouraged me to start it off and encouraged me to keep it going. And when I told them I wanted to do 30, I told nobody that. I only told them. I said, I think I want to do 30 and I'll be good. They said, no. Keep going, yeah, push past going. 30 and keep it going. And now we're here. We celebrating episode 100. Um, I want to thank my parents. I think my mom told me not to do a podcast, so I don't know if I should be. Shout out to you, mom, because I did it. Um, I really want to thank. I, I got to do the thank yous later. Let me, let me, before Why? we get there, I get distracted. Okay. Um, At the end. The point of this episode, for those listening, the point of this episode is simple. I am here to just talk about what it took to get here. And honestly to celebrate what it took to get here because it wasn't easy it was it was fun mm -hmm. it was just a lot of moving parts um but for those and i know if this is your first time listening um i started this podcast 100 episodes ago actually a year 14 months ago and i started because i wanted first of all i love podcasting but i honestly wanted to help photographers mm -hmm. and i feel like we've done that however i feel like i feel like we can do a lot better doing that and that's the goal but I started this podcast um, in my sports room in my house, and we are now here in this mm -hmm. beautiful space. Shout out to see who was the hookup for that. I tell everybody that. Um, but the reason why it's super dope is because I started this as a resource for black and brown photographers um, because it's not that many resources. There, there are other black photography podcasts out there. Um, shout out to Black Shutter Podcast. Shout out to tell me. Hold on. Donations. I need some money. Donation. Okay, make sure you tap Donation. that because you done said it to me every time. Um, <laughs> but uh, shout out to them. Shout out to, I don't even know the rest of y'all, but I ain't gonna lie. I was gonna lie. Um, there's like two more out there slipping my mind. Sorry. Um, but I wanted to be that consistent, real ass podcast. I listen to a lot of photography podcasts and a lot of them are very... You know, when you go to Panera and you, thank you. you. I didn't know if that was the right word, but yeah, it was. Okay. I was going to talk about when you go get something to eat and you get that club sandwich and dry. you know, and it'd be dry. The bread it's no condiments on, it's no, yeah. no moisture, no, 
no mustard, no ketchup, no mayo, no nothing on it. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like that. (laughs) And so, um, but I wanted to turn this podcast shit up. Like I have fun on this. You see, we play pop smoke. Um, sorry for the music because I know it's some new listeners. That's usually, um, y'all don't, y'all don't want to hear that about pop smoke pulling out and bursting in random places but that's not the point Mm-mm. the point is we have this podcast and i do want to thank and uh talk about it because i've learned a lot through this process um Absolutely. through this process i learned honestly who's real who's not i honestly learned on who's focused who's not i understand um <laughs> say it i'm done with her um i learned a lot about um you know, when you get in business, you when you when you first get in business, right? Mm-hmm. You recognize people who will be your competition, so to speak, right? Or you realize people that's in your profession. Let's do it mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And you are excited once you do join that business because these people can become your peers. Right. And it's interesting once you get there and you start realizing that people um if they recognize talent, they're cool with you being in the space, even though they don't want you to get past them. And the oh. more, and the more you grow, and you may want to help people or help other people in your profession, you start realizing how they get up super upset, and they actually got hate in a hate in a heart for other people. And so I'm saying that to say I learned a lot about starting this podcast about a lot of photographers, a lot of videographers, a lot of models who were upset that I was educating other people, and. And that's the point of getting in business. It's to educate. Absolutely. You You would think, like, unless they just don't got shit to share. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, the funny part about me is when you seemingly encourage people that's under you or coming up, let's Mm -hmm. put it like that, Mm -hmm. and you encourage them to get better, you, if you're already good at what you do, it allows you to raise your prices. Right. Because I don't care who you are. If you're new to the game. Mm-hmm. If you're brand, if you're on day one and I'm on, let me put like this. If you're on episode one of your podcast and I'm on episode 100, I should be able to do a couple of things better than you. Now, people are willing to give you, let's say on your first episode, somebody's willing to give you $100 to record. Mm-hmm. There's no way I should be charging 100 because I'm better than you. I should be getting other type of money. That's right? true. Yes. And so I look at it as though if you're on day one of photography or if I'm helping you or if I'm bringing people on because I don't know everything, you know what I'm saying? Um, I talk to you plenty of times about business credit and business and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And so it was like if I'm bringing people on to talk about these resources and we're getting there, there should not be – we shouldn't be making the same amount of money like if somebody's brand new to it. So I don't see the issue – of me saying, hey, I'm going to help you because it should give me the opportunity to do more. Right. And it's only building your credibility, too, because as they come up, they're going to be like, oh, my goodness, who, where did you learn this from, blah, 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 blah. And they're going to bring you up. You know what I mean? So whether it's that person's going to reach out to you for, for guidance, mentorship, whatever the case may be. Either way, your credibility is going to go up. So it's, it's a win-win. Absolutely. And, you know, it's been a couple of highs through this situation. Um, you know, and it sounds minor to some people, but um, I was able to get into certain doors that I wasn't able to get in before I had this podcast. You know, working with different galleries, talking to different industry leaders, so to speak. This man um, was on the news. 
<laughs> I was on the news. Shout out because I was out somewhere and somebody came up to me and said, hey, I saw you on the news. And that, that was their thing. I saw you in the news. And I was just like, that's dope. I still have not seen it. I've seen it online, but I haven't seen mm. it technically on TV. But it's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fr- from being on the news, from look, look. Um, I started this podcast and I went to New York and I met New in New York in Brooklyn at a photo conference and I had three people came up to me in the middle of New York and said they knew who I was. They followed my podcast. Y'all here see crunching. That's just me talking shit. But it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, but every every episode, every journey wasn't cool, man. Like from going from my wife like, yo, get this shit out the house. <laughs> but that was because a baby was coming. Right. Um, that from, you know, people coming on the podcast people listening to the podcast to trash it um from people being on this podcast who i no longer speak to um you know and i count those as lows because it, it didn't even have to go that way but are they lows no because i i'm you gotta get them out the way you know what um god finds unique ways of getting people out the way so i will say going into <laughs> business when you first start off Try to have a, a, a decent level of discernment. Mm. You got to have a a, a, a a good level. I mean, as you grow, your discernment should as well. Mm-hmm. But when I, we talked about this. Well, I talked about it a little bit earlier with you. Mm-hmm. I, I had a friend. I thought this girl was gonna, like my best friend in Charlotte. For for those that don't know anything about me, I'm not from here originally. Um, so when I moved down here. Me and her were in school together. We got tight. I thought she was going to be my bestie. As I um, went into my first business venture, it was just like little things she would say. The mm-hmm. very first um, um, product I made, I was like, you know, try it out. First mm-hmm. of all, she never even wanted to try it. Mm. Then when I was like, smell it, like, how do you, how do you feel about this yeah. fragrance? She was like, it smells like this. And she went and pulled something out her bathroom. You know that. Oh gosh. And was like, it smells just like this. Like, to me, you being a hater, because yeah. <laughs> and first of all, it didn't smell like that. Her shit stink and mine smell good. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But it was just the way she complained. Mm-hmm. Her level, her work ethic wasn't the same. It wasn't on the same level as mine. Her drive. And she just complained, complained, complained. Excuse me, and complained. And I was just like, you know what? Where I'm trying to go. You clearly are not there yeah. mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. physically, because her ass was lazy. She never wanted to work. So, lazy it, motherfucker. Yeah. So, <laughs> I honestly cut that friendship. Yeah. Um. Something else happened, but regardless, you know that was that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. For Y'all me. shouldn't have kissed the same man. Well, never that, but. <laughs> But no, but yeah, I had to cut that because where it's clear she was not in a position of where I was trying to go, like Absolutely. she wasn't gonna come up with me. It sucks when when you do start a business. Um, we we talk about support all the time on this podcast, and mm-hmm. you know the support comes in when you do start a business. You do assume that all of your friends are gonna hop in, they're gonna help you out, they're gonna book your services, they're gonna refer your services, and then you realize that shit lasts like a week. Or a month, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't happen then you kind of got to go earn your friend's business right mm-hmm. um and sometimes i look at people and say that's not necessarily support or them not supporting you because mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes your friends can't afford sometimes your friends um sometimes money might be it might be a better deal for them i mean 
And what I'm sorry, (laughs) you're good. So what I was trying to get, what I'm trying to get to is, um, sometimes support is, yo, you're trying something. I give you feedback. Sometimes support is, okay, I will try this. Sometimes support is, look, if I can't afford you, I will find ten people that can. Mm-hmm. I will send you people. I will make sure people and when they sit in your chair or when they come to you in front of your camera, they know like, oh, this person sent me um, crazy thing. Shout out to Brittany. She hit me up and she was like, yo, she called me. She was like, look, my realtor is getting married. This, I told him you're the only person that I would have take my pictures. She was like, I'm going to make that happen for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's what support looks like now. The problem is with us, and I think I know where you were going with it before. Um, the problem with us as entrepreneurs is it's tough seeing your friends spend money in different arenas and then can't find the way to work with you um, or to work. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Squirrel moment. Do you have a friend package with your services or no? Um. Yes. Yes mm. and no. Okay. So... I say yes because I do have a friend here mm-hmm. that me and her exchange. Okay. It don't matter what, even if it's not of equal value. Got you, got you, got you. That shit, we don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want, you getting it for free. Yeah. And vice versa. Vice versa. Cool. Um, But that's only one person. Got you. But I do have people that I'm like, okay, you don't have, it, it just depends. You look out. Yeah, I'll look out. Um, or I'll throw in some extra and they don't have to worry about it. Like my massage. Mm-hmm. Um, the <laughs> only reason I was asking, cause I was listening to a photographer this weekend and she was talking about like literally creating a friend package and your friends know. And I guess I was listening to it and I was like, Oh, that's smart. And I'm, but I was thinking, I was like, damn, I remember when I used to have one and I remember certain people get cool with me thinking they were my friend. And I'm like, you're not, that's what I was going to you know? say. <laughs> are you only sending, are you only sending this package to the people it applies to? Cause you can't put that shit out there on your booking you site. Can't. Cause then they're going to be like, girl, I got your personal number. Yeah. Aren't that part of the friends? Package? Exactly. So, no, <laughs> I was thinking about that. And I was like, I was thinking I was the reason why I asked you. Cause I'm like, maybe that only works with photographers, but I'm like, I wonder do other people do it. I feel like any trade, anything you can actually trade for. And you know what? A lot of people need to figure out like, what is my services worth? All right, this is, I charge this much for a facial. Mm-hmm. Now, if I come to you and your service is this, this is what I'm willing to offer and, I and will, trade it. But a lot of people don't. So they just assume like, oh, this is an even swap when your service is yeah, you gotta, is more you than ha- theirs. You have to have that conversation. But I will say, um, right when I opened, I mm. had a massage therapist, shout out to her. She, she does great work, whatever. But... My very first day opening business mm-hmm. last July, um, or July 2020, excuse me. Mm-hmm. She was like, hey, girl, like, you want to go ahead and just, ex- we can trade services? Yeah. Bitch, can I get some damn clients? <laughs> can I get some money first before we start Sorry. trading? Like, just, it just got to make sense. And yeah. I did have a photographer Be respectful. Once. Please do. Hey, look, if you want to trade, I always tell people, like, look, co- that's what collab should be because that's technically a collab mm-hmm. in our world. That's was okay. what you were talking about. Okay. And I tell people all the time, a collab should be of equal value. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Um, and I laugh about the time a photographer hit my line and he said, yo, I need headshots. I said, cool, I got you. Mm-hmm. And he told me, you know, we could just swap it out and collab. 
And I was like, I don't. And I literally wrote him back like, bro, I'm good on it. I don't know you. I haven't seen your work. I didn't even know you were a photographer. Right. And it, and I think it, he kind of hit him off like, oh, shit. I didn't even tell bro who I was, what I do. He couldn't even see my work to see if it was worth it. Plus, never mind. if you look at me and I don't know you, then maybe unless you just somebody fire. I just missed. Right. But if he would have said that, and he still didn't send me his information. That was another mind-blowing thing. Because it is some photographers out here who hit me. If they hit me up and was like, y'all want to swap it out, I will swap out quick. Especially even in Charlotte. Like, it's some photographer. Shout out to Brandon Great. The nigga's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. And, like, if that person said, y'all need to swap out, I swap it out with him. But some of you other people, mm, mm, Yeah. It's not going to happen. Um. All right, I got to do some thank yous. All right, go ahead. First of all, what's the hell is it? Oh, that's people outside. They probably can't hear that. Um, first of all, I need to thank my wife for supporting me in this journey. Um, hand class for my baby. Yes. Now, the rest of y'all might not be getting no hand class, but it's cool. Um, I got to shout her out because she has given me the avenue or given me the opportunity to go out there and create and to try this shit out and mm-hmm. to try to make this work, which... Um, as an entrepreneur, it's hard finding people, whether you're dating somebody, whether you're, you know, it's hard to be in a relationship with somebody who don't understand entrepreneurship. Um, it's a lot of late nights. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of worrying about shit that you might not have to worry about. It's a lot of, it's a lot of spending money and saving money. You know, part of being an entrepreneur is one week you can make, you know, a thousand dollars and next week you can make a hundred and you got to figure some shit out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Part of being an entrepreneur is people canceling. You know, part of being an entrepreneur is like you said, you run somebody's card and it don't go through. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm supposed to be in Atlanta. Lord, I hope I got to confirm again, but I'm supposed to be in Atlanta this week. Mm-hmm. I can go to Atlanta for nothing. You know what I'm saying? You know, I can go to Atlanta and it rains. I can go, to, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of things that you got to be thankful for. And it's a great journey. And I want to thank my wife because she helps me. She supports me. She makes all this shit happen. And she forced me to get out the house with this podcast and get a dope spot. Shout out to C. Um, I want to thank my co-host, even though she isn't here. I will thank her again longer on the next podcast. Y'all see it then. But I want to thank Key because um, you came in, mid, not midway, but early in this, earlier steps. Um, and you just stepped up to the plate. You was like, yo, I'm here. I give you this time. I'll be here for that. And I want to thank her um, because a lot of people come here to hit a key, hear a key, and then hit on key, which is funny, too. Um, and so I appreciate that. Um, to all my other guests, before I get to y'all, I have to thank one of my favorite guests, which is my mother-in-law. Um, she listens to every damn episode. Thank she you. walked into the house today right before I came to do this and goes, you forgot your episode this week. I don't know if you forgot to upload it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. So, Ma, I want to thank you for listening. Um, I appreciate it. I always know I can count on one listen and one YouTube view from you. And I appreciate that so much. Um, To all my other guests, whether it's C, shout out. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. you. Hand clap. Sorry. Did not mean to shoot you. Um, Shout out to C. Shout out to Tink. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to... um, Ted, shout out to Hair Wraps and Lipsticks. Shout out to Josh. I'm trying to shout out to Jam Laws. I'm trying to think of who else I might have had on here. Um, yeah. Shout out to Brandon Great. Sorry, bro. Um, Ted Winbush. I think I just said your name, but I just said it twice. Um, shout out to everybody, man. Because a lot of y'all coming on and y'all sitting up here 
and y'all sitting down and y'all believing in the podcast. Shout out to Alana. Sorry. Um, shout out to About Face Makeup. I hope you got your Instagram back. She got hacked. It was mm. sad. Yeah. Um, but shout out to those individuals. Sorry, it's just coming to my head. But a lot of y'all came in when I was just starting this podcast. Shout out to Shaded Media. Sorry. Your model friend. Who? Holla. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Holla. Shout out to Holla. She just got signed too. I know. I seen that on Twitter. Get it, girl. She just got signed. Um, shout out to her especially, man. First of all, if you don't know, I am, it's not on nobody's camera. But if you ever look in this podcast room, we have a picture of SZA in here. Holla painted that. And I thank her for that all the time. Um, she's a great individual. She did just get signed. Make sure y'all go follow her. Um, shout out to Alex as well. A couple of y'all going to cuss me out. Um, but anywho, and if I forgot you, my bad. But I want to thank everybody because... Um, this was a lot of trial and error. A lot of y'all didn't came, y'all came on a podcast and I didn't know how the mics was supposed to go. A lot of y'all came on and it was dry at different points of time and y'all gave me feedback. A lot of y'all came on and you made sure that I, you know, I could connect with other people. Um, I want to thank everybody for taking out that time. Also, I want to thank um, everybody in the various groups. Shout out to everybody that's a part of the No More Pie by Gavin B. Facebook group. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are great. Y'all, um, really push this podcast to continue to grow. It's number of photographers and videographers on there. And y'all are, y'all are from all around the world. And I appreciate that. Um, we have people in different countries, different States, um, different cities, clearly. And I want to thank all of y'all shout out to the light factory for pulling in. Um, y'all have been amazing and y'all support shout out to this new business venture. I got to shout them out. Hold on. Sorry, I told y'all I got a lot of shit to talk today. And we're going to be talking shit in a little bit. So y'all going to have to pray for me. What is it? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shit. Oh, I can't find them. Um, anyway, don't worry about it. <laughs> Hopefully they don't know and be like, oh, he forgot to shout us out. I'm going to shout them out at the end. But, um... Shout out to everybody that came on that support that listens. Shout out to our listeners, man. Especially our first time our last time listeners fuck y'all y'all ain't here no more sorry y'all didn't mean to cuss um but i do want to thank everybody for pulling in and listening and actually caring um some of y'all that listens to every episode and y'all dm me whether it's um you know whether it's judah for you tapping in whether it's henry for you tapping in whether it's uh taylor for you tapping in a lot of y'all tap in every week and y'all support and y'all let me know yo you got this wrong i actually had somebody to correct me shout out to gilded images Bruh actually corrected me and said You actually gave out some misinformation So I appreciate all of that Um See so gonna make sure I cut out this part Y'all about to watch her blow her nose It's about to be funny as shit Why are you getting up? I was gonna get up You could do it now Look at C y'all She's about to blow her nose In the in the mic Hold on Go ahead Blow Blow your nose Come on That sounds so dry It was just like You know So dry I got to find this company. Yeah, find the company you're supposed to be shouting out. They my people. My shit. Um, shout out to everybody that rent the podcast studio. If you ever need to rent a podcast studio for anything, whether it's an interview, whether it's to host a meeting, you let me know. I got you. I will look out for you. Um, So I appreciate them. Um, And I have the big announcement. Oh, not that one. The podcast is officially... Going in a new direction. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, and it's not, shoot. 
It ain't gonna be that new For y'all who know Who knows I finally figured it out It took me 100 episodes But I finally figured it out I know what we're gonna do Every episode If you are here for photography It's gonna be a part of the first half Kind of like what we've been doing But it's really gonna be Photography centered Um, In all the show notes If you're not here for photography But you're here for culture stuff You're just here to kick it with us To check it out I will put in the show notes Where part two starts Um, The reason why I'm doing that Is because I notice a lot of you guys Really only care about photography Or some of y'all really don't care about photography And Mm -hmm. some of y'all just go through the show notes anyway But I'm going to make it more evident Like yo the photography part is taking it um, A different turn So Excuse me the podcast taking a different turn Photography at the first half Um Every week in photography, what we will be doing is having a topic that is very, very directed, geared, and centered around photography. Um, it really worked last the last two weeks when we were able to talk about, you know, setting up your business or how to deal with rejection in photography, things of those nature. I've been noticing um, when we are centered around certain topics, our numbers go up. So you got to make moves around that. And for mm-hmm. those those of y'all who endured a hundred episodes of me figuring this shit out, I appreciate you. Oh, shout out to Alex Loveland Boudoir and shout out to her name, Savannah, Cynthia, Shannon, Shannon, shout out to Shannon. That's out there in um, Cali, whatever the black girl they sent out to me. Shout out to y'all for kicking me out y'all groups. Um, shout out to everybody on Reddit that seemingly loves to send me information or misinformation. They spread, um, I tell you, Reddit kicked me off. You started to. Yeah, they kicked me off for three days, man. That's some shit. Anyway, um, shout out to them as well. Um, Alex, I seen one of your guides. I seen one of, one of those seven hundred dollar guys that you selling. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Mm. I will say it like this. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I'm gonna keep it a buck with her. I seen your guide. It is not. It is helpful. I don't think it's a scam. Her guys are not the guy that I have. Um, it is not. Um, is it worth the 700 to 600, whatever it is? Absolutely not. But I'm not mad for her for selling a service and people are buying. If you selling a service and people are willing to buy, it's like the people who do the dumbass uh GoFundMe's and people be, Oh, I'm going to give you $10 on your GoFundMe because you put super glue in your hair and now you got to get it cut out. So I'm going to help fund your surgery. And then next, you know, it was free. It was free and y'all can't get your money back. Cool. Great. Um, So I'm not mad at her. Is it worth the $600? Absolutely not. Is it complete utter bush bullshit? No. Could your guy have not been 30 pages and maybe five? Absolutely. Mm. So it's one of those things. So am I mad at it? Absolutely not. I read it. Um, It was though. It's interesting. It was an interesting guide. I will leave it at that. Um, so I'm not here to shame you on what you're doing. Um, I do think you sell pipe dreams to people. Um, I do think a lot of the photographers aren't as skilled as they prices include, but who am I? I'm not paying $5,000 to get naked. I didn't took pictures of a lot of people naked women. This is Um, the one that said the salary 200,000. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. By doing one shoot a a week. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. I see how people get that. I don't believe people are really buying it. I believe a lot of y'all are tricking people into getting them there and enforcing them with your credit card is on file and you can pay me per week, every week until your shit is done. And maybe you get that money. Maybe you don't, whatever, but it is what it is. Um, and it's cool. 
But shout out to her. Shout out to her because you're getting this shit off and it's cool. Um, and shout out to everybody in that whole avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, shout out to everybody here. But we do have a new focus. We are going to be focusing more um, because I had to learn how to realign and refocus this podcast. And over the last two months, especially with having my boy at home and actually having time to sit down, um, I've realized I had to realign and focus my business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I always ask people like yourself every time you come or, you know, the two times you've been on here or when I have other people that's in your industry, I always ask y'all what y'all don't do because I think it's important for people to understand it's okay to not offer certain services. Absolutely. Um, it's cool to say I specialize in this. That don't mean you don't know how to do this. It just means like, no, I'm the best at this part. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I charge accordingly because I'm the best at this part. Thank you. Go to somebody else if you want, you know, the spider, spider webs on your eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, y'all got to chill with these Bat eyelashes. wings. Them shits is horrible. Because they, sorry, rant. Y'all kill me with these eyelashes because you come to your photo shoot and you want to know why you can't see your eyes. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell y'all why. This is a point of the podcast that will be cut out and made into a reel. Red flag. If I go on your Instagram and I see them damn lashes, you it's a red flag for me because y'all come to these shoots high as hell, extra high. I'm mm-hmm. talking the loudest of packs. Mm-hmm. The loud pack. Whatever future claim he smoke and drink. Eyes you know, already low. <laughs> y'all come up in there. You're late. You're 15 minutes late. Luckily, y'all always be moisturized. Y'all feet be a little ashy, but y'all always moisturize. And your lashes are you're high as hell. They, your eyes are red. I can't really see them anyway because you're, these, these, these brooms <laughs> and shits is on your lids. And I, you you get your pictures back later and go, how come I can't see my eyes? You know why. You know why. Stop with the lashes. Please. Please. And thank you. Um, But yeah, I had to realign my business and I've been focusing a lot on that. I've been focusing on figuring out who's in my corner, who's not, who understands. Um, I had a young lady last week who I shot with a couple of times before. She hit me up. Um, was like, yo, I want you to take my pictures. I was like, cool. She's talking all these great details. And I said, now, are you planning on paying for this or not? And she hasn't wrote me back yet. And I think it's because she thought she was getting this shit for free. Mm. And, you know, now I love that I can use the excuse of I have a child. You know what I'm saying? Um, Before it was just like, no, nah, I can't be there. But if I work with you before, I'd probably look at it if I was free. But like now it's like, nah, I can't. I just really can't. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. I'm one of those people where I talk a lot of shit, but then sometimes I look out because I don't want to be the rude person. Ladies, I feel like y'all get it a little bit easier because sometimes y'all could just tell people, no, I don't know. I'm assuming with the opposite sex. I don't know how it is with y'all with ladies. But for me with ladies, people of the same sex is kind of like, for me, it's easy to be like, nah, bro, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that shit for free. But but yeah, so that's for me. Um, You got anything to say about this first 100? Do you have to realign your business? I do. Why? Um, just going, sometimes emotional reasons Mm. I get in my head. Mm. Um, sometimes I get caught up with not staying in my lane or being focused. And I mean, I'm human. Like I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. I, yes, you are. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) but just simply, I think 
my battery pack just gets low and I get unmotivated and I have to just go inward mm. and refocus and or it could be experiences. Um, for example, if I if I get a pattern of no call, no shows, mm. okay, okay, well, I have to refocus like, okay, what am I doing or what what am I projecting or what am I putting out there about my business where they think this shit is okay? Absolutely. Like, okay, I'm not in. Clearly, maybe they sense I'm not really enforcing my policy like I should. Mm. So they're trying to play me, you know? Yeah. Um, which is why I'm going to redo my policy and my prices are going up. Absolutely. So as your prices go up, that kind of gets some stuff. Out. Exactly. So. <laughs> Sorry, let me cut you off. No, but you took the words right out of my mouth. So um, absolutely. I think it's healthy to do that. Yeah. Like you said. When Roman was uh, born, that gave you time to really sit and and really regroup. Of, okay, where am I trying to go? Mm-hmm. You're you got to pay attention to your numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I know that when this happens, my numbers go up. So yep. it gave you time to really do what you needed to do and shift. and And everyone needs a break to just charge your battery so you can yeah. come back stronger than ever. Like you can't run on empty. You can't. And I had to do that. You know, I had two months off. And, you know, the beautiful thing is before I saved up to n- take two months off. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy I got to do that because um, I needed these two months. Now, mind you, somebody's like, well, we see you working. Yes, I have been working, you know, but it's because I wanted to. It's because this person asked me and I, I, I F with them or mm-hmm. this money was good enough. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I step out for this. But mm-hmm. stepping out for your, never mind, certain services, it was a no for, right? And, I agree. And it was good to sit at home and, you know, work on contracts now. I see a lot of you photographers out there. Um, y'all getting in a lot of trouble because y'all don't have contracts. Um, I see photographers, especially in my city, photographers and models beefing. Because of the lack of contracts. You know what I was able to do? I told my wife, I was like, look, I'm about to send you a contract. Who? Uh, this is a person who works with pages of contracts every day mm-hmm. with her business. I said, I need you to look through it and let me know. Like, you got to adjust it. She was like, cool, I got you. Um, I was able to see how people move. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to find new photographers who I can pay attention to and say, like, all right, this person is great at their job. This person is um, who I need to be seeing. I need to see how they move. If it's something I can use. Um, I was able to educate myself in my field. I told you I found somebody's, you know, I, I got somebody's guide. I'm reading through it. And it, her guide was 20 something pages. You know what I'm saying? Almost 30 pages. And I was able to read it and actually study it and actually understand it and actually say, OK, I got it. Mm hmm. Can I use this? Can I not use this? It's, it's always some, no matter how shitty somebody's guide is, so um, no matter how shitty somebody's education is, it's always an opportunity to learn there. Absolutely. Sometimes you can learn how to do their job better and get them, get their ass up out of there. So that, um, plus I'm working on a new project. More details will come out with that soon. Shout out to us. Shout out to the group. Let's know what's going on. Um, But yeah, so I've been, you know what's going on. Okay. You do. So, um, but it's cool to like pay attention to regroup and to realign. And I hope everybody continues on this journey with me in photography. And also, um, if you do feel like there's opportunity for me to grow and get better, please DM me. Please let me know. Please say, hey, Gavin, you was actually actually sounded better this way. So it actually sounded, you know, I thought it's y'all did better when y'all was doing this. Please let me know that. And we're going to keep it moving. Um, All right.
I was going to touch on this photographer and model beef that's going on in Charlotte right now. Um, Just a snippet. There's a model. And I'm only doing this because Sierra just, y'all just saw the peer pressure that she just put me under. Um, Currently, there's a model going through some drama right now in Charlotte with a photographer. And he said some things to her in her DM that was kind of, uh, it was distasteful. Okay. At the least. Mm-hmm. Um, he made her, you know, she is a person who they they collab together. Um, she asked for some revisions. He told her, okay, he made the revisions. And from the video that he did of her, he posted screenshots of it. Screenshots of the video on his page. Um, she didn't like those screenshots. And she asked him to take it down because her body was exposed in some of those screenshots. Mm-hmm. He said, cool, but he kind of was, you know, as the conversation went on, bruh was frustrated because he's like, yo, you're trying to control my page and what I put on my page. And at first, mm-hmm. it's understandable, standable, right? Like, mm-hmm. I work with you. It's a collab, so you didn't pay me. This is my work. And what we're putting out will be put out as a whole, but I'm putting out sni- snippets or screenshots of the piece to get as a teaser and now you don't like the teaser you just want the full thing out there and he he's had some complaints unfortunately i was with him even in reading her shit i was with him and then i saw some of the message bro wrote um saying hey you know i'm working with people bigger than you um so you're gonna get deleted anyway telling her like yo don't you worry about this telling her she need to sit down basically and shut up and i was like but this was a collab it was a collab oh so so you know, must be something if we work together. Must be something. And, you know, I think, I guess I was reading it, and I I saw it in two ways. I saw it as, I was like, damn, bro, you look so bad talking to a woman like this. It's disrespectful. It makes you look horrible, especially when your business is 99% women. Mm-hmm. Do I think he can do other stuff? Absolutely. He's he's talented enough to work in different arenas. Um, but to watch him talk to her like this, super distasteful. Um, and I hope that she finds a way to, you know, get over this. I don't think she's going to be down long. Um, but also she left a lot of shit out. Their conversation was super long and she picked out the right points to post, um, from their conversation. Um, you know, the whole conversation of, Hey, my body is exposed. Um, that's why I don't want this up. Nope. I actually seen some screenshots where you thought you look fat. It ain't had nothing to do with your body being exposed. Um, I saw him adjust in the part where your body was exposed. That's where you wanted the conversation, the video to start. You know, just watching that whole thing. And I encourage everybody, if y'all know the situation, um, reach out to that dude and ask him for clarification before y'all judge it. Because I read the whole thing and I was like, yo, this is some messy ass shit. And uh, somebody sent it to me. It was like, you got to you gotta expose this on the podcast. And I ain't got time for that shit. It was a mess. Plus, <laughs> that is y'all wilding out here. Like I said, if you ever going to collab with somebody, if you're a model and you're looking to collab with a photographer or a videographer, do yourself a favor. Tell that videographer, I'm. this is what I do. This is how much I charge. Let that videographer and photographer come to you and say, this is what I do. This is how much I charge. And y'all figure out 
how y'all can evenly swap it out and please put contracts in place. Because if y'all had, if this situation had contracts in place, she would have a lot of power. Um, her saying, Hey, I'll take you to court. If you don't uh, edit my video or take it down. Sad to say as another photographer that read it, even though homeboy was highly disrespectful, he got every right to do what he wants with your stuff because he's not selling it. He's not making money off of it, okay. which is fucked up um, for her. But if she would have had a contract, she would have understood that. You know, so anyway, we'll get there. Anyway, we got a group of questions that we got to talk about right quick. Um, Kia's not here. So C is going to ask me the questions and I'm going to answer them. Take it motherfucking away. All right. All right. So we have. All right. <laughs> so we have Mario. What Mario. Do you, ahead, what sorry. do you listen to to get into the mood mm. before a session? What about you? And don't you lie because I got a session before. So I know what you play. It really I'm depends playing. on my mood. Sometimes I I want to do like high frequency, so I'm in, I'm in my oh gosh I know I love it though, or you know um, whatever if there's a new album if I'm trying to just uh, see what that's all about, um, or just some some trap. I do a little bit of everything R and B. She the- played R and B when I was there doing your service. He said to get ready. Oh, yeah. You were asleep when I came. No, I stopped telling people oh, that. Oh, <laughs> well, you were. <laughs> she was asleep. He's lying. You were taking a nap. You weren't asleep when I got there. My session did not start late at all. It started early. Listen. Oh, you life of entrepreneur. Absolutely. You got to get in Long with hours. You guys. What you get married and kids? Sleep in. You're going to be stressed. Look, I'm gonna have help. Absolutely, <laughs> help. Um, okay, but yes, what do you listen to? Um, I listen to all right on the way to a session. I definitely listen to drill music or trap music, um, something hype and upbeat. Um, maternities, I always listen to it before because when they get there, I'm not playing that. Even though last week, this girl came in. Shout out to Brandy. Shout out to her friend that she brought. Um, with her because her friend came in speaking life over my life uh, talking about how stuff is about to change for me how I need to get as much rest as I can because stuff is about to take off you she had was a prophetic speaking. word yeah I hope, Let's I hope go. she's connected so then so I'm thinking like alright let me change the music mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it definitely like slow R&B and her friend her friend goes not the friend who was speaking the words but the mom goes can I play some of my music and I'm like yeah WAP was the first song she played and it was all uphill from there. Like it was really just, it was just Cardi Meg and Beyonce with Nicki right out. And it was all, and I was like, Oh good. It was a good session. It was great. It was, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, um, it was funny because the, the one who was speaking the word over me, she was talking about her son. Cause he, he listened to, he uh, watches anime. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, Oh, and you know, Meg has that song about like getting ate out while watching anime. And she was like, Oh, so it's a chance my son will find a girl that's going to be down. And she said it like very nerdish, mm-hmm. but she said it like, Oh, all is not lost for him. Yeah. And I'm like, no. And me but. and the other mom was looking, me and the mom goes, yeah, he, he'll be fine. But it was fucking funny. But anyway, um, but yeah, I listen to all that. And when I edit, it usually depends on the type of session. If I edit boudoir, I'm always listening to R&B, probably to snow, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. And if I 
anything else, I'm either listening to a podcast, probably the Joe Button podcast, which we will be talking about soon, okay. and uh, some other shit. But you know, you know how that go. So okay. Has something in my beard. Oh yeah. Oh, you got it. Mm-hmm. See, I'm gaining weight. Stop. All right. You next like my question. Suit? I love it. Thank you. I feel like it's my dad's suit, even though I had it before I became a dad. Shout out to Insane. I need another tracksuit. Go ahead. I need one. Oh, I, I need one in black. No. Okay. Next <laughs> question. Next question by Shay. I have an upcoming session with a nine-year-old. Any tips? Yes. Do not let the parents threaten the kid. And you know what? When a kid is over like six or seven. They should be good, right? They are great. You can, the only thing you have to do is talk to them. Mm-hmm. You kind of just talk to them. You ask them open-ended questions because they will talk and you let them have fun. And I always like to give the parents a break. So if their kid is old enough and they're in school, um, it's always like, oh, what you like about school? What's your friends? What music you listen to? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but these kids listen to certain artists and they listen to certain music and they always love to have fun. So I'm always asking them like, oh, who you listen to? What y'all pay attention in school to in school? What's your favorite subject? Things of that nature. You just talk to them. And in between, smile for me. No, smile big. Act silly, blah, blah, blah. And then have fun. So Yeah, because yeah, even with knowing about their music, you can put it on. Yeah, absolutely. And they really going to turn out. And they will turn up. But just ask the parents not to threaten them. Okay. <laughs> um, last question from last Rodney. Question. Oh, shit. I want to propose to my girlfriend. Don't any, do it. Any tips on working? Says a married man. Cut it out. Rodney says he wants to propose to his girlfriend. Any tips on working with a photographer? Absolutely. First of all, I will. Let me. If I can get married again, I would. To my wife only, y'all. If me and her don't work out, I'm not getting married again. Great answer. Yeah. Oh. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get married again. Um. This shit a lot of work. No, just Rena. That's it. Yeah, I wouldn't get married again. Now I'll be I if I'll everybody knows, my wife knows. Something ever happens to me and her, catch me in Vegas. I'll be on the strip. Cutting up. Lies. And you probably would get married again. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Definitely okay. not. You know, it's um it's a lot. It's not bad, but it's a lot. That makes sense. Yeah, it's work. Yeah, it's work. It's work. It's just moving pieces. <laughs> That's all That's it, it is. Yeah. It's just moving pieces. I think a lot of people here, I think a lot of people who can't deal with moving pieces or just deal with the um the compromising part about being married, they are the ones who have issues with, oh, I don't want to get married because it's like, nah, it's just a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? My wife has to know where I'm at. Mm, I was gonna talk about that off the air, but what? You brought it up. Oh. Being clocked. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like my wife has to know where I'm at. Um, that's beneficial though. It's safety. It absolutely oh is, my which God. is freaking funny. People think about being clocked or like, oh, this it's like nah, man. Like she was um where was she at last week? My wife was doing something. She told me she was on her way home and I looked up and it was an hour and I'm like, yo, where the hell are you? And I didn't care. But I, it bothered me because I was like, you could have been, you should have been home 40 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And honestly, she got caught up in traffic wherever she was going. She went to freaking like Zaxby's in the hood. And you already know how long them lines is. Mm-hmm. That's 30 minutes right there. So, right. you know, it's things like that. But I don't mind it. You know what I'm saying? When I go out of town with my boys, you know, you just got to know when to check in. I still be having fun. I still do what the fuck I want. But it's just like, yo, I got to let her know where I'm going before I get there. 
Um, you know, she's one of the people, only two people in this world have my location on it 24 mm-hmm. hours. She's not one of them. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's not like, hey, I'm seeing that you hear what you're doing over there. Or, right. Because you know, she don't have that access. But it's also like, yo, I'm going here. She knows right where I'm at right now. She knows what I'm planning on doing after this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tomorrow, since somebody ain't paid a deposit, she know my ass to be home. Sorry, Rodney. I'm about to help your ass out in a little bit. But, um, <laughs> you know, it is some things that being, you know, being married, is it is a lot of work. But it's fun. It, it really is. And plus, the way that y'all be dating now. Some of the shit y'all doing, you know. The some- bar is in hell. <laughs> Shout out to Mackenzie. Sierra um, is glad that you saw her and what she went through that night. She was the bartender. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the person on that episode I told y'all about who was on a date and the dude threw up on himself. Oh, Lord. Because he's blocked, he probably won't hear this. But, yeah, uh, Mackenzie said she saw it. She said he looked fucked up. Shout out to Golf. Um, I appreciate you. Damn, I just gave you a full name out. But shout out to her. You can um, leave it out. Yeah, no, I'm not. But yeah, <laughs> I could. Um, but all right, Rodney, let me help you out, bro. You're ready to propose. You need a photographer there because it's certain things that's important when you're trying to propose to your girl. Her nails need to be done. Her makeup needs to be done. Um, Her hair needs to be done. doesn't matter her race, her hair texture, her hair type. It needs to be done. You need that, and you need a picture of it. All right. The photographer part is this. If you're proposing to your girl, you need to figure out what ways will she be surprised. Is surprising her what's most important to you besides the ring and everything? It should be, because if she knows she's getting proposed to, then the shit's going to kind of be weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I w- There's different ways of working with a photographer. First of all, when you reach out to a photographer, you need to ask them what is the best time to propose for lighting as far as photography. Um, a lot of people plan to propose at what time is convenient for them, which what you should do. But a lot of times it's men. We know we're going to propose well before we do. Um, we don't go get a ring and then we plan on proposing the next week. We kind of plan it out because sometimes we might want her family there or we might want to do something afterwards. So mm-hmm. when you're planning this, you need to ask a photographer when is the best time to take pictures. Um, please do not plan this shit midday. The sun is going to be harsh unless you got an inside location where you can plan it. But even that, I would ask a photographer to give you suggestions. Um, next, you need to figure out how surprised can she be. Um, Rodney, if you want to DM me, I'll give you some suggestions. Um, the way I got my wife is she needed headshots for a business. And she needed headshots, excuse me, for her LinkedIn so I got her makeup done. I got her, um, her hair was already done. Her nails had been done. Shout out to Kelly for setting that up. And so, um, you know, everything was cool. And then afterwards, I told her to bring some clothes so we can go out to eat. She mm-hmm. brought another change of clothes. The photographer was like, yo, I just get some random pictures of y'all. Cool bet. I got on the knee after, but not mind you, that took three hours to do. So for three hours, we we're taking pictures and I'm shitting myself basically. Um, so, and there's other unique ways of doing that. Um, also, this is me. Keep it to y'all too, or as little people as possible. Mm. The more people that are involved in your proposal, the longer it's going to take y'all to be ready. Um, I've been to proposals where it's 30 something plus people there. I've been to proposals where it's 15 plus people there. 
Um, I've been to proposals where it's just me and that person and they're, you know, I did a proposal last week. It was four people um, that was there. I did proposal was just me, the guy and the girl. I've been to proposals, just me and the girls, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, and so keep it as little as possible. I, I have no issues in saying that the less people that's involved, the the quicker to go, the easier to go and celebrate with all those people afterwards. That's the win right there. Celebrate. Tell all those people to meet y'all somewhere. Mm-hmm. And surprise that surprise her or whoever you're in a relationship with later. So yeah, please keep it to a minimal. I promise you, life will go easy. What you got some advice? I was what? Yeah, get I a did. facial. Oh, no. well, no. <laughs> a week before, but um, <laughs> you never know. She could have a reaction that won't be good. Absolutely. But I was going to say, just be attentive mm. to to her schedule if she does get her nails and stuff done. And the Mm -hmm. reason why I say that is because I have had to tell two of my friends that they needed to get their nails done because I knew that they were getting proposed to. Mm -hmm. So for me, if my friends, when that day comes, if they're like, see, you need to get your nails done. I'm like, I'm going to, it's going to be like a red flag or something. I'm like, "Mm, why? Yeah. Why? Um, so kind of do it around. Mm -hmm. She's already like, I already know she has a hair appointment. She already has all this stuff coming up Uh because most of the time we try to get that stuff lined up back to back to back. Absolutely. So just that would be my main thing too. be attentive because her and her girls are definitely talking about that. And yeah, her friends are going to be on top of it. You don't want to. You don't want her to get the wheels turning. Absolutely. And then also are detectives. Absolutely. And the other thing is. Fellas, I hate to put it on us and sound like this, sound like that guy. Plan early. Mm-hmm. A lot of us plan late. A lot of us are bad planners and we don't know it until this is going to be the time for you to realize how bad of a planner you are. Um, if you need help with it, ask your photographer if they can, do they know anybody that can help you plan it? Yes. Um, you know if you are not a planner. Don't absolutely. even try to act like, oh, I can do it. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. And just take the L. There's nothing wrong with help. It's nothing wrong with help. This is um I am a great planner. I plan out a lot of shit. So I was able to plan those, plan that for me. Mm-hmm. Um I knew dudes who were proposed who were terrible planners. I know some that free free ball it. Like it's certain things I know I'm not good with. So I hit my boys up with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um and I'm like, yo, can you help me with this? Or I help have my homegirls to help me with whatever the case is. So this is not the time if you're a bad planner that you just like, oh, I'm going to plan this. It's going to work out because it won't. Um, anywho, so we have some interesting news. This is the part of the podcast where we'll be labeled that we are switching motherfucking gears. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure you ready? Oh, let me see if I got something. You're not ready. Uh-oh. Somebody just DM me. Hey, I think I want to shoot on this day. <sighs> Use the website. <laughs> Y'all Wait, don't, you don't have a booking site? Yes, they don't. They, you do. Then we just talk about how they don't read that. That's Hold what on. I'm saying. I don't. Yo, Snowlegger, I want to thank you for writing this song for me. It was for you? Yeah, she wrote this for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Snow. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Busy on my mind. I'm glad we don't have anything to drink Cause who knows We can go drink after this No more blurring lies You know what I like When it comes to you I know what you like, bitch 
See, it's hating because this song was written for me. It is overdue. She doesn't know you, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you are. I hate when they say stuff like that. You know you want me. Yes, you are. But I need you to treat it like it's the only one made for you. It is. I got so many flavors you like. Yes, you do. Go ahead and you. I want that one. This anticipation is building, leave it tripping all over you. I can't wait to get Yes, you are. I'm going to have to add this to my late night feels playlist. No, you don't. No, no. This is my song. I'm going to add it to my late night feels playlist. Start my camera's off. <laughs> You're not going to add your shit to my camera. I mean, my shit. <laughs> to my camera. I just hope you are your way. We ain't got to take no break. And I can't wait to get out. Come on, Snow. Yes, you are. For everybody that's in relationships. I was telling my wife today on the way here. I was like, yo, don't you just hate like when somebody hits your line and they be like, yo, this isn't working anymore. Or you got you get told like where you stand in a relationship. I was like, yo, that shit sucks. And so she was like, yeah, you remember you tried to hit me with that. And I'm like, yo, why are you lying? She's a liar. No, I wasn't even there. And <laughs> I wasn't even there and I believe Karina. She's lying. We was in a situation where I was young. I wasn't ready to date and I was trying to stall. That's why. Because I know that part. Yeah, I was trying to stall. But she took it as like, oh, you was trying to be like, we can't do this anymore. I was like, no, I was trying to say we need a little break. Which probably sounded like we. It's the same thing, right? (sighs) What women hear and what men say never is the same thing. Pause is stopping. Is it? When you press play, when you pr- play, and then when you pause something, it stops. But they right? still got to stop button. Mm, I won that one. Okay. Um, shout out to Rory and Maul. Do you listen to their podcast? No. For those who do not know, me and C are advocates. Uh, we are li- listeners, avid listeners of the mm-hmm. Joe Budden podcast. Yes. Um, I don't even know if you listen to Joe anymore, do you? I don't. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't know if I Damn, can. Damn, you broke up I with can, the. Ah. Like, I was the fourth member and I went away. Well, it was always well. four. It was Parks. Why do oh, I don't like damn. Parks? So you're the fifth member. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I went my own way, too. I be forgetting about Parks because visually, when I think about them, he's not in the frame. He's never in the frame. But um, he be doing all the other doing, stuff. So. Yeah. They, nobody podcast sounds better than theirs. The audio, like yeah. just the audio, the voices, and because they got he, it, that's because he's an engineer. He makes. I was about it. to say, he's I'm like, like it pisses me off because I'm like trying to figure out ways to get my podcast to sound like that, and I'm like, damn, even a music is louder in a car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, y'all shit, like, what the fuck are y'all over there doing? But it's all good. Um, but yeah, I I think because um, I came into listening to them kind of later. Okay, so. The kinks had already been worked out. So their flow was just amazing to me, you know? So when they broke up, I was just like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And I, um, so I still listen to Joe Budden podcast. I listen to Roy Maul like a couple of times. I always have my issues with 
Roy. Okay, because when their first or second episode, I had an issue with Maul when he um, paid for his girlfriend's date or something. Oh, like that yeah. was just so corny. I was just like, Maul, it no, was like we're not ex. doing the corny shit yeah. on the. Yeah, it was like so. For those and I know, if I recall correctly, Maul was out. He saw like an ex, an old jank, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he saw her out on a new date. And he paid for the meal, and I only reason um. And said, a, and then try to say it's an inside joke between me and her. That is not funny. That's a corny joke. Oh, but <laughs> between you, um, and you, you and you, my issues with Roy has always been the same thing. What? I feel like he tries too hard to be cool, and I feel like he's honestly cool. I just feels like I feel like he's a follower, and I get I get those vibes from him because sometimes when I'm watching a pod or the old episodes, especially, everybody can go left. Roy say, hey, I'm going right. And everybody be like, that's cool, bro. We're going to the left. And he'd be like, all right, I'm going to the left too. You know, he will always just switch pivots with the crowd. And they just always fucking annoy me. But they broke up. Mm -hmm. um, it has been announced that Roy and Maul have signed a new deal with Stitcher, uh, with Sirius. And I am here to mm. actually congratulate that. Because yes. when I see everyone was doubting them. Everybody was, even me. I still am. But the point is, um, for you to get new deals, it don't matter if you got me doubting you. You know why? Because as long as I'm tuning in, you continue to grow. It doesn't fucking matter. And I don't really tune in. I tune in every once in a while with y'all. Um, but to see them that do that, and for Biggs, um, Maul's brother, to come out and say, yo, this is what $10 million look like. So everybody's assuming they got $10 million. Mm. Um, that's a huge deal to get that investment and to get that money off of podcasting. And the type of stuff they're doing. Um, however, I'm reading an interview. So they did an interview with Vulture. The reason why this is interesting because um, the interview is called Roy and Maul Have Moved On. No, really. And it is written by Nicholas Qua. Okay, shout out to you. Um, half this article is about Joe Budden. I got to go ahead and give it up. A lot of every question he asked. The next question is about Joe, which I found interesting. So for us to be talking about moving on, it's like when you dating somebody new and you keep talking about your ex all the time, like every other sentence. And it's yeah, like, damn, how like, much we do? I don't even bring, I try not to bring up my ex. So why I'm, are you asking about them? My wife knows about one of my exes um, just because I was finishing up a relationship when I met my wife, when we became friends. Um, I don't even know not one person my wife has ever dated. I don't even know their name. I tell people all the time. I'm like, they don't like, oh, you ain't worried about. I'm like, yo, I don't even know their name. She doesn't tell me shit, which is cool for me. I'm cool with that. Let's keep it that way, baby. Thank you. Um, the last question, Maul, I appreciate the spiciness. The question was asked, have either of you spoken to Button since the summer? Roy said, I've run into him, but it wasn't really a conversation, which is interesting because Joe definitely said on one of the latest episodes that he loves his and Roy's relationship that they can now talk and people don't know nothing about it, which I was like, interesting. But the question was very direct on have either y'all seen him. But the point is, Maul said, I haven't seen or spoken to him since my last day in the studio. I'm happy it went that way because if I had seen or ran into him, it would have been bad news. Okay. <laughs> Maul. Nigga, what? Y'all got to stop acting I'm like... I'm sorry so, if I'm not like, allowed to say that. We say the N-word all the time. Okay. Um, What? It would have been bad news. What does that mean? Bad news for you. Look, I'm not other... Look, I don't like when street people try to act street. 
that's what I got from that. It would have been bad news. And I know you ain't trying to say, oh, you know, for you to say it would have been bad, what have it been? If I would run into you and then let's say I don't speak, what you going to do? Run you up on me? You mean people that aren't street, be street? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, oh, the street people, it's no talking. We're not doing interviews. Okay, yes. So, so I heard, I misheard. I uh, thought you said when street people try to be street. Oh, no. They don't not, talk. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't talk. They just, it's all yeah, action. What does that mean, it's all. Mom? Sorry, let me get a little louder. And they don't have time to talk. But, like, when he said it and I read it, I, I read the whole interview and I got to the end. I saw that. I immediately <laughs> posted it on Reddit because it was hilarious to me. It and I is. was like, what does that mean? It's funny to me, too. I'm like, bro. Anyway, congratulations to y'all. If y'all ever need me to come on, please let me know. I am. I do see they are going on tour, and I think that's going to be interesting. Um, I remember before the pandemic, their podcast was actually, they were coming to Charlotte. Let me put it like that. Okay. I knew they were coming to Charlotte, and I was going to get tickets to that, and I was super excited. And then the pandemic happened, and it shit went to shit. So mm-hmm. it's it. Mm-hmm. Um, Next thing's up. The IRS is cracking down. Do you take money through Cash App? Absolutely not. Me either. The only thing I take related to my business on my Cash App is if you want to tip me. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the IRS cracking down on Cash App for businesses. I mean, it's understandable. They don't pay their taxes. So that's why. Yeah, and I get it now. (laughs) So I'm like, I get why the IRS is on it. I just feel bad because it's like, damn. Like, I wonder, is there going to be an option for people is like, um, sometimes my wife would pay for something. I just send her money through Cash App because I just need to give it to her. And I'm like, damn, right. like. I'm going to have to split those payments up. Yeah. Because if it's a large lump sum. Well, they talking about it's, it's if it just totals $600 yeah, that's at the end I'm of saying. the year. Like. God. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because like, for instance. I thought it was per transaction. No, because what happens is oh, shit. if That's you everything. if you have a business option with Cash App, mm-hmm. they'll treat it like PayPal and they'll take the percentage out for you already. Oh. Right? They have like they processing fee and whatever. But let's say like I do FanDuel and mm-hmm. DraftKings and all that stuff, right? If you win over six hundred dollars, they send you money so you have to pay taxes on all that shit. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that Cash App, sorry y'all, that is they're doing that. But I'm just interested to see how all this shit is gonna go because Damn, it's going to suck. And now I got to figure out different ways. But, well, I feel bad for Darnell because I definitely sent him <laughs> my barber money through that. Nail, get ready. I feel super bad for him. He only going to start taking cash. Yeah. That's what it's going to That's what it's gonna be. People are just, small businesses. It's just going to be cash only. Well, and you know, we're running out of cash allegedly in this world. Change. Look. <laughs> Have exact change. She said change. Um. All right. I gotta, if y'all don't know, there's some fake beef on the Millennium Tour, which is hilarious to me. Um, I don't know how I feel about Bow Wow being upset. For those that I know, Bow Wow is totally upset because he is under impression, under the impression that he should be given more than 15 minutes on the Millennium Tour. Um, he wasn't the headline? No, you know Mariana's the headline on that shit. I'm surprised Bow Wow wasn't, but... Amarion makes sense. Um, and then also, as far as people that's their hierarchy are popping now, that's Bow- why- he's not up there. Okay, so it makes sense that he... Okay, first of all, let me backtrack. Okay. I asked, was he not the headliner? Because I went back to my Scream Tour days, mm-hmm. and he always was. 
Always. It would be like B2K or or, or Omarion, and and then Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. But yes, like you said, it doesn't make sense for you to get more than fifteen minutes if you don't have anything. You don't have nothing current. No. Omarion has the most current current music. Um, also, you make kitty type music. I feel bad to say, but. He made so so He do got one song I love. I want to do. Sorry, his that was yeah, old. You, what? He got a song called so "Pole in My Basement." That used to be my shit back in the day. Let me see if I can find that so I can old, piss. It's old, it's old. That's my shit though. No, I'm just saying his music overall is old. So for him to this my shit. Damn, it don't even want to play. That's how oh this shit ain't. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah. Mr. Do it for ladies. This to be my shit. Yeah. Anybody that saw me at A&T when we used to be at the, uh, I used to always play this mid. Look at the house parties used to get played. Y'all gotta understand this probably came out like 07. This was I when was a, over him by then. So I, oh, I didn't even everybody know. was. What happened was um, this is remember when he got signed to like um um um. Birdman and all that shit. Mm, mm-hmm. He was dropping these mixtapes, and Bow Wow was trying to sound exactly like Lil Wayne. So I say that to say his mixtapes weren't bad at all. It actually threw people off. Like this ain't bad music. But you go from Lil Bow Wow to talking about you got a pole in your basement and your strippers, which he really did because he shot it at his crib, so mm-hmm. it was super dope. But it was like we not believing the hype. So anyway, <laughs> now the hierarchy is. But him is. I hate to say this, but him in Spectacular from Pretty Ricky has been going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And um, Spectacular said, "Ask Moss that little feet dance and Harlem Shake ain't gonna save you tonight. I hope you bringing somebody out because you gonna need it." Now, mind you, I thought that was a joke. I thought he was like just having like some friendly sparring. Mm-hmm. But Bow Wow did not feel that way. Um, <laughs> I saw what he said, but he was talking funny. shit back. You know, and then um, and then Bow Wow was telling him like y'all can't do shit without me. Talking about this might be my last show. My favorite part was Bow Wow saying, "I should have waited on Chris Brown." Okay, I thought he was. Chris, I thought your favorite part was gonna. Well, mine was. (laughs) Mine was when he was like, "You used to open up for me." Oh, now that was some shit. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, Bow Wow! You like, actually won. Okay. You, actually, you actually won with that. Yeah. When he told Pretty Ricky, or you know, what I'm saying spectacular, he said, "Yo, you used to open up for me all the time." First of all, he's not lying. He's not lying. I was there. So he's, not lying. <laughs> he's not lying. Second of all, that's so disrespectful. It was fucking funny. It was funny. It was super funny. Um, last thing before we hop up out of here. Oh, you got to find your question. Oh yeah. We haven't done this since she's been here last. Oh no, I did it with Holla. Um, for those not know, um, John Gruden has been relieved of his duties as the coach of the Oakland Raiders after disparaging comments came out about from his emails when he worked at ESPN. Um, he said some things that were racist. He said some things that was uh, misogynistic, and of course, he had to top it off with being homophobic. Now, for me, y'all not finna, finna cancel me. Um, so you ain't finna get me to first of all, I ain't finna defend nothing that this motherfucker said. But the funnier part was um when the black came, comments came out, uh he was in good water, people had his back, or they was willing to give him some grace. When the homophobic comments came out, it was he gotta be gone. Um John Gruden looks racist. John Gruden looks uh 
misogynistic. He definitely looked homophobic. Um, one thing I will give to John Gruden, shout out to you for spreading your hate evenly around. Um, I don't believe John, I believe John Gruden got fired because he said homophobic comments about the commissioner of the NFL. Um, and they can't do that. Now, I'm only, the only reason, excuse me, he can't go off and do that. That is distasteful. You got to go, bro. Now, I am only here to discuss Stephen A. Smith and this part right here because I think it's important to hear Stephen A. Smith if my document works. Sorry, y'all. Great. Oh, here you go. What should happen to him? I want to emphasize this. He should not be fired, nor should he be suspended. He was not working for the NFL in 2011. He said black comments. All right. This is what he said about the homophobic stuff. John Gruden's career is over. <laughs> it's over. So for those who not understand, when it was really about black people, it was. What should happen to him? I want to emphasize this. He should not be fired, nor should he be suspended. And then when it came to homophobic stuff, it was your career is over. You're done. Um, and that to me, that is. That's Stephen A. Smith getting paid $12 million and don't give a damn about black people. Stephen A. Smith is the person who has in the main media who has seemingly become to say you're going to be our spokesperson to black people um, from white media and you're going to do what we say so we can keep people in, in ranks and you know we're going to keep them up um, when he was talking about the Asian baseball player and he was making jokes and laughing ESPN came to him and said you got to apologize now he apologized when he made jokes about the Nigerians picking at their names and talking about them and their basketball skills. His job didn't say nothing about needing to apologize. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes down to Kaepernick, you got all this stuff to say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you did go in on Tebow, so I'm not going to do that, but you seemingly understand Tebow a little bit more. Um, and I think Stephen A. Smith has gotten in this place. First of all, I don't listen. I don't watch First Take no more. I ain't going to lie to any of y'all because it's such a terrible product. I don't have time to watch it. But I find it interesting him or whether it's Sage Steele um, use her to get out here and let black people know, like, no, we can't do this or we need to apologize for this or whenever we got too much to say. Because when you tried it with Jamel Hill, she she got a, y'all let her go because she wasn't finna bow down and then y'all end up having to pay her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just interesting to me. And John Gruden is done. He's up out of here. Um, I don't think nobody's giving him another job, at least not in the NFL or at least not with a network.